Hell, it's good to see you all. I'm just gonna wait till this guy does his music. Spirit, lead me. There we go. Well, I don't know how your week has been. My week has been a bit busy and a bit crazy. We had two events. One was this event, and I don't know what you think, but it makes me nervous to get up here. And often I think, this is the sort of tape recording that goes on in my head. Do you really have any right to stand here and tell these people about stuff? About God? About your you're, you're, You don't have anything to offer. That's, that's sort of the battle that's going on. But you know, every single person has a message from God to others. Every single one of us. Not just the guy who stands here who may have some insecurity or maybe really think he does a great job. Every single one of us has a blessing. And this week I, I work part-time for my son. Now, I don't know, most of you probably know my son more than you know me. He's Benji Craig. And if you don't know Benji Craig, you know his wife, his wonderful wife, Jessica. Or maybe you know Peter and Nathan. Peter and Nathan. They're getting bigger every week. But uh, that's, and I'm married to this wonderful woman, Kathy. And more importantly, I belong to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords the ruler of the universe, and he lives inside of me. I was panicking this week. I was panicking about these two events. We had a combined birthday party at our house. I don't know why I was panicking. My wife is incredibly organized, so I get the job of panicking. <laughs> so, uh, and everything, it was wonderful, the time we had yesterday, just a beautiful time. My all. Four others of the five brothers, I'm one of them, and my sister and some of the uh, younger generations came. And we had a wonderful time together. And it was so sweet to be together and to enjoy each other. And the neighbors across the street who come from Afghanistan, and a guy that's sitting right there who comes from another beautiful country, Iran, what came, and they brought food, and we got food from a local Afghan restaurant. And some of the details didn't work out, but the spirit was so good. The spirit was so sweet. And then I knew, yeah, there's somebody not just around, he's with us. And he's Mr. Wonderful, not even Mr., just Holy Spirit. He is so good. The Holy Spirit is with each one of us. And then, you know, in part of my panic, I, I, I needed some help and advice from a guy named Ty. You know, the graphics on these, on these things is so good. And it's just so nice. And I wanted him to help me do the graphics. So I came here on, uh, was it Tuesday? Yeah, okay, Tuesday. This team of people on Tuesday, they gather every Tuesday to talk through questions like if you were a Twinkie, but also <laughs> questions about how can we best equip and support you saints in this context with the songs we sing, 
with the way we do the service. Um, and, and they talk about how we want to see the Holy Spirit guide us. And I want to thank you, this team that comes together. And Josh, Josh he, he ties me up perfectly so I don't knock over my, uh, my speaker and everything. It's wonderful how the body of Christ works together as the Holy Spirit permeates between us. He is with us. The Holy Spirit is with us. In my panic attacks at work, uh, you know, I got trapped in my own thinking and my son is trying to find jobs for the guys next week and deal with the failures of the week before. And I'm panicking about how can I get, job, get my little job done? And I want to thank each one of you who work full time. It's much more challenging to work full time in a regular job and let the Holy Spirit speak to, in, and through you. And that's what he can do. That's what he does. And I got to watch as the team that Benji works with, my son works with, were praying and asking God for help. A, couple, a few of them are followers of Jesus. And God answered. <laughs> and God answered. The Spirit showed up. And the Spirit shows up. Then finally, I still wasn't fully ready. I hadn't sent the, the, the texts of the message. It's very, they're very short. But I hadn't, I'd forgotten to give them to Ty and ask him to help me make them beautiful, you know, the, the background. And, and I was panicking and, and just sort of getting worried. And then all of a sudden, sort of towards evening, well, I sent a couple of rush, worry texts to Ty. And then the Holy Spirit calmed me down. And he just said, he didn't say anything verbally, but he showed me that he was with me. He was in me. He was going to help me. He was going to show me the way forward. Isn't it wonderful to know that we have a friend who lives inside us and works with us and gives us step-by-step -step guidance and friendship to go forward in our lives. That's who Holy Spirit is. He's our friend. Well, the celebration was great. I love gatherings of people. I'm not an introvert, I'm an extrovert, so I get energy from people. Um, and next week, there's going to be a very special time in the history of the church and the history of Judaism based on the history of Judaism. There were three gatherings that uh, the Jews had that almost all of the people were called to attend from wherever they were. There was the Passover, and then that became the time when Jesus was crucified, buried, and risen, which we call Easter. There's Pentecost. Pentecost to me is 50. It, it also was called the Feast of Weeks because seven Sundays after Passover, Pentecost came. So it was a week of Sundays. This is the sixth Sunday. The seventh Sunday you get to hear uh, from Eric uh, about the actual activities of Pentecost. But this is a preparation week. 
In fact, three days ago, if we were with Jesus then, we were on the planet then, he would have gone to heaven after spending 40 days with his disciples. Then he would have gone to heaven and said, I'm coming back. I'm sending somebody. Well, let me just jump back in history and say something about myself. I worked for a number of years in, uh, in Muslim countries, and uh, my plan for God's plan for my life was to go to the country that Amir, Amir comes from and see churches planted. After one and a half years, I had to leave because something else happened in that country. And it took me two years to stop blaming myself and thinking that I was a terrible prodigal son and I didn't know what know God and didn't know the situation and didn't know what God was doing with my life because I was so wound up in my life, in my own circumstances, that I wasn't thinking about some things that I had been taught. One of the things that I was taught is God always reserves the right to do something much better. And you know what he did with that country? It, it went through incredible turmoil, turmoil, but the local followers of Jesus came into their own, and the church, the, that's the fastest growing church in the world now. The, the numbers are just incredible. It's wonderful to see what happens. God is touching lives. I mean, if you spend just a few moments with my dear brother, you'll, you'll know that he loves Jesus. He, he has this exuberance and this joy in his life. Well, that's not just him. That's his whole, many, many of his own people are coming to Jesus. His plan, God's plan is much bigger than just me. And when he finally showed me that, it took a while. It took a while for me to get out of my funk. But when he showed me, I started saying, whoa, wow. Amazing. God, you have a much better plan than for me. And then God showed myself and my wife where we could serve. And, uh, and he says, yeah, you still have a part. You belong. You're part of the body of Christ, but you're not geographically located in that place. You're not doing the job you thought you were going to do. You're doing something else. And that's okay, because I have much bigger plans than you have. Greater plans, richer plans, healthier plans, more life-giving plans. Don't we get a little self-centered sometimes? And, don't, and we want to hang on to it ourselves. It's mine. It's mine. My plan. No, that's not what it's about. God, the Holy Spirit, is, is so patient. It was my 70th birthday in September, and my wife's in June. So he's had a, from my perspective, a really long time to work with me, right? 70 years, and he's still at it. He doesn't give up. Holy Spirit, you're working with me. You're working with me. You're walking with me. You're going to take me into eternity. Not only me, but all of us. Now, uh, let's just pull up the first scripture. Jesus, we're going to read this together. John chapter 16. Is it there? Okay. I'm looking at myself there. Okay. Let's 
let's just stand up and read this together because this is what Jesus is saying to his disciples and you are his disciples. Now, however, let's read together. Now, however, I am going to him who sent me, yet none of you ask me, where are you going? Instead, your hearts are filled with sorrow because I have told you these things. But I tell you the truth. It is for your benefit that I am going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And when he comes, he will convict the world in regard to sin and righteousness and judgment in regard to sin because they do not believe in me, in regard to righteousness because I'm going to the Father and you will no longer see me, and in regard to judgment because the prince of this world has been condemned. Okay, please, you may be seated. We're going to leave that up there and just keep glancing at it. And if you see anything that I'm saying that maybe doesn't fit well, just Talk about it and ask the Holy Spirit. If it fits and it sits well with you, go with it. The disciples are really sad. Jesus is telling them he's leaving and they don't know where he's going. They don't know what he's doing. This is terrible. I mean, I hate finishing things because then it's over. My wife loves finishing things because she can go on to a new job. But me finishing things and also saying goodbye to people I love, oh, it's so hard. And they're saying goodbye to the person who they, who knew everything about them and loved them into their service, into their life of, of loving God well. And they, he's going, how can I be a good disciple if he's not around? How can I do good things the way he showed me how to do things? How can I have somebody like that who's cheering me on to go forward in God's work? I mean, he... He, he's revealing us to us that he's God himself and he's going, <sighs> please. But then he says, it's actually to your benefit because there's going to be an advocate coming. The advocate is coming. Now, what we know all the legal terms about an advocate. My mom was my best advocate. She loved me no matter what. Even when I did all sorts of stupid and ugly and mean things and nasty things and, and crazy things, you know, it was mostly stupid, actually. But uh, she, and she, she loved me. You know, once I ran away and when I came back home, she said, well, what do you think we should do about this? <laughs> she didn't pick a stick out. She was standing with me to help me learn in the process. You and I have an advocate. He's in our corner. He loves you. He loves me. He loves us. Any words of con, a person who's in your cornea is always there for you. Always there for us. Always on our side. So when we get into our little habits of blaming ourselves, like I was panicking and feeling like I wasn't worthy, or I don't have anything to say, or, or you, you crazy idiot, why did you do that? None of those things come from the Lord. None of it. He may say, he may, I, I don't know, yeah. Yeah, he said, maybe he says, uh, what do you think we should do about that? 
How would you like to come out of that problem? How do you want to be closer to me again? How do you want to live life in the full with me? And we can do this together. The, the ugly thing is when we turn away and we say we can't be with him anymore. Because it makes us more ugly and it turns us into selfish beings. And the Holy Spirit is not a selfish being. He's the one who is always with us, guiding us, being our friend, caring for us, standing with us against every accusation of the enemy. He loves us. He says, I'm with you. Whatever's gone on, I'm with you. Not just individually, with you. That's what I loved about that time on Tuesday when we talked together. We discussed things in that room and sometimes there were differing opinions. And people, because the Holy Spirit was with us, we came to agreement. And that's what Holy Spirit does. He brings us together. He's with us. He draws us. He's our advocate. He's our friend. He speaks good of us. He speaks well of us. He brings health to us. He makes us beautiful. That's Holy Spirit, the advocate. Now, this is a kind of a strange second, second, a little. Holy Spirit convicts the world of, in regard to sin. The thing that popped into my head when I thought of this, Holy Spirit convicts the world in regard to sin. Peter, he was in a boat with Jesus. And it was a storm. And it was terrible. And instantly Jesus stilled the storm. And what did Peter say? He said, get away from me, I'm a sinner. The encounter with Jesus gave the Holy Spirit room to help that guy realize he was a sinner. So encounters with God in our lives help us realize that we're sinners. And if we realize it and turn toward him and say, even as you're looking at him, get away, please, I'm a sinner, it's a good thing. But if we say, I, I got to run away, I'm not going to be around, I don't want to be with him, that's the pain. That's, that's when you, life gets messed up. But it's the, account, the encounter comes first, and the Holy Spirit is the one who guides that encounter. Please test me on this and see if it's true, okay? Please. Now, righteousness. I think Eric's message last week about justice, righteousness, that, that those two things are actually the same in the thinking of the, uh, he, the, Israel, the Hebrew language and Greek language. Justice and doing good. How did the Holy Spirit convict the world of, uh, I mean, show that Jesus is the righteous one? Jesus is the one who um, is righteous. Well, he showed the world that Jesus is with God, belongs to God, is from God. And he went back up to God because he was totally righteous in everything he did on earth. He was totally righteous before he came to earth and he's totally righteous in heaven. He's never, ever, ever unjust, never, ever against 
people. He does everything well, righteously, good. And when the wicked, well, let me wait for that one. Let's go to the third one. The prince of this world has been condemned. Who is going to be condemned? Who is the one who is going to be judged by God? The devil. We will get a little bit of judgment, but that's not the same judgment they're talking about here. This judgment is forever. The, the being brought before God, he's just going to burn up the stubble in our lives, the stuff that didn't belong to him from a, in us. That'll go away, and we will spend forever with him because Jesus has bought us. That righteous one has bought us. But where is the place of judgment reserved forever? Who, who goes there? The prince of this world. That's who it's prepared for. It's not prepared for anybody in this room or anybody in this planet. It's prepared for the prince of this world. The one who is the great judge, the, the, the finger pointer par excellence. And we know, we've learned a few lessons from that finger pointer. We point our finger at ourselves and at others. That's his job. That's his way of doing things. Destroying, messing up, giving trouble to people. Causing us to live in very small and wicked worlds. But he is condemned. He's judged. Okay. What's our job then? What's your and my job? Our job is to enjoy living with the Holy Spirit. Have the privilege of being with him and let him show us how to show Jesus to other people. What did Jesus do in my life today? How can I encourage someone? How can I let the Holy Spirit show me how to do wonderful things for him? What a privilege. We can show, we can live out the goodness of God in our own lives. Live out the blessing of God to others. Live out the good things that God has for us. Think, of, I mean, our neighbor, uh, our neighbor, when they brought over a little dish of food, she got mad at me. She said, why didn't you let me make it all? Because <laughs> she loves cooking food. She loves, and I thought, oh, I knew this was going to happen, so how am I going to get out of this one? Holy Spirit, help <laughs> And then I said, yeah, I, I just wanted you to relax. But she, her love language is cooking. I mean, she makes monstrous good food. And uh, I did encourage her to let her enjoy, say, enjoy the time. And she did enjoy the time together. Our job is to shine the love of Jesus with everyone. The person who's with us to do that is Holy Spirit. He likes working with you. He likes spending time with you. He likes showing you, hey, that is a great idea. Why don't you do it? You, you have a perfect idea to bless that person. You have a perfect idea to show love and care and goodness. My character, Holy Spirit character to that person in that situation. And you, as you talk together, you can orchestrate goodness. Well... Sometimes people do, the, do it the wrong way. 
Some friends of mine way back, late 60s, early 70s, were in a country called Iran. And they, two of their friends, they were going across uh, the, uh, from Europe to India. And two of their friends that were going with them jumped ship and left and went back to their home country. And they didn't have enough people or enough money to get to India. So they saw these two guys with long beards and long hair and on the whippy trail ready for marijuana and all the rest. And they said, you guys want to come with us? You have to help pay and you have to come to the devotions with us every morning. We're going to read the scripture. We're going to pray and you have to be there. So these hippies said, free ride? Great. We'll come. They didn't know what they were getting into. So these guys were blasting with telling them about Jesus and telling them they needed to repent and telling them and and for you know all the way from Iran through uh, uh, Afghanistan then through Pakistan and then finally into India and then somewhere in I think it was Delhi these guys got so fed up with these two hippies they said he, one of them grabbed one of the guys and put him up against the car and said, you're going to burn in the hottest part of hell if you don't, you don't turn to Jesus. And he was, he was so angry with them because you've heard so much about Jesus. And this guy was so angry. I don't know if that was Holy Spirit led. Well, what happened next? What happened next? A few days later, this friend who was the hippie, he met Jesus. He met Jesus. And it was a totally different experience than being pushed up against a car like this. He just was so overwhelmed by the goodness of Jesus. And Jesus took away his sin, took away his messed up life and gave him life. And he became the chairman of the board of the organization that I served with for a number of years. And he is such an incredibly godly teacher. He's... Uh, praise all the time and he met Jesus and Jesus took it all away took all the garbage away and gave him life my friends well they tried <laughs> and I tried sometimes too but we can work with the Holy Spirit he can guide us with the right words the right things in the right way okay now let's go to the next section of scripture and again stand up Okay, I can't see that, so I'll go this way. Let's read together. I have much to tell you, but you cannot bear to hear it. However, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears, and he will declare to you what is to come. He will glorify me by taking from what, he, what is mine and disclosing it to you. Everything that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said that the Spirit will take from what is mine and disclose it to you. In a little while, you will see me no more. And then after a little while, you will see me. Okay. Thank you so much. I, I'm, I'll do a, a naughty here. You know the film... Uh, the Lord of the Rings. Mine, mine, mine. That's, that's the selfishness of me 
wanting it for myself. But this is a totally different picture, isn't it? This is a glimpse into who God is. What a privilege to know that everything that the Father has, He gives to the Son. Everything the Son has, He gives to the Spirit. Nobody is holding on to anything. They're all giving it away. They're giving it to each other. They're helping each other. They're working. They're walking together. They're in perfect relationship with one another. Wow. Isn't it great when your wife or your husband shares everything with you? Or the family shares everything? That was what was so wonderful for me at that, at that time when we ate together. Everybody was enjoying life together. And that's heaven. Life together. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Being together and giving everything of themselves to each other. That's God. That's what he does. That's what he loves to do. That's what he enjoys doing. Sharing his life. And the Holy Spirit, that's his job right now. To share what is Jesus, what is, when Jesus said it's mine, he's going to share it with us. Not just me, with all of us. What a privilege. He get, we get all of God as much as we can take any to all the time. And I'm so glad that over these 70 years I've learned a little bit, but there's so much more to learn. Isn't it great? We're going to be forever with the person who loves us so much and loves, is love, is grace, is goodness, is kindness, is gentleness, is all of this, cares about us Im immeasurably. Wow, we get to be with him. And in that circle, he says, come on in. Come on in. Be part of who I am. And you know what? When you have good ideas, I'm in your corner. I'm with you. When you have an idea to do something wonderful, it's from me. And you can create it, cause it to be rich and full and joyful and full of life. That was the privilege that I, we experienced just last night. To be, we lit a bonfire and all the, they all gathered around and it was just a privilege to be together. And just share life, share joy and relationship. And the things we do, you know, like this, the, 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 the summer stuff that's going on, that's sharing life together. The activity is great. The getting together to be together, to do things together is so rich. The best place to have a great time is with God's people. And the blessed place, best place to have a great time for people who aren't yet following Jesus is to be with God's people. That's what it's about. And Holy Spirit is always there showing us creativity. Well, I don't, this little while, yeah, he, he, Jesus was saying this before he was crucified, so for three days he was gone. That must have been the most, some of the most intense time of the lives of these guys. And then he went to heaven. Well, no. Wait a minute, sorry. He spent 40 days with his disciples, talking with them, 
spending time with them, encouraging them, showing them. But then he left, and then 10 days before Pentecost, he said, wait, wait, wait. Let's go to the next scripture. Next slide. Let's, again, thank you for standing up with me and reading it together. So when they came together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? Jesus replied, it is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. Thank you, please. Wow. God always reserves the right to do something better. You know what I like about this group of people a lot? The incredible multi-ethnicity of this group. It's a privilege to be with people from, it's like Fremont is a place where God's brought the whole world here. <laughs> it's a privilege. But we get to also, God always wants to help us know, and he does it through the Holy Spirit, that his plans are so much, much, much richer, deeper, fuller, more exciting, more adventurous, more incredibly joyful. What's around the corner, Jesus? What's around the corner, Holy Spirit? What are you going to show me that I can get to do next? It's a great adventure. It's a wonderful privilege. And Holy Spirit says, you're going to get power. And I love those, those uh, what are they, those little things where they show you a clip and then they say, wait, wait for it, 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 wait, wait for it, wait for it. The Holy Spirit shows up in such amazing ways. In the most messed up situations, he makes them wonderful. Let him enter. Let him enter here. Let him enter here. Let him enter in our places of work. Let him enter in our conversations with people around us, at the store, wherever we are. The Holy Spirit says, I have bigger plans, better plans. Remember I was talking about how much I panicked and was afraid and had my plans for God's plan for my life? I still do it. <laughs> Just this week I was doing it. But he says, wait a minute, I have bigger plans, I have better plans. Come on, let's spend some time together and we can create some wonderful things. Just ask Ruth about her stories about delivering furniture to people. Just ask uh, other people in how, how the youth do wonders, wonderful things together. Just ask each other, what's going on? What is God showing you that you're doing or that your friend is doing? And let's rejoice in it. I got, to, I got the privilege of watching the whole uh, a people group being transformed, not because of me, but because of his bigger plans. And he's doing it right now. Well, I'll pray and the band will come up. And uh, let's just say one thing. Holy Spirit, you're with us. Holy Spirit, you're with us. Let's say it again. 
Holy Spirit, you're with us. Amen. Let's pray. Lord, we pray that you would reveal to each one of us how wondrous and glorious and big your world is. How wondrous and glorious your plan is with and through us. How you love to work with us creatively to, creatively, to do your work. Thank you so much that we can work together, serve you, enjoy you, and live with you.